everyone, Dave and Jeff doing our first podcast of the week. It's October 27th on a Sunday night. We're watching the Packers and Chiefs. Even though the World Series is on, we're well, watching in the NFL. Uh, yeah, because we do a work pool. and uh, So how do you, what is it? Is it one of those you put points on a game? Like no, per off, game? No, office pool. You're just picking wins. You just pick wins. Yeah, you're just picking wins. And so at the end of the afternoon games, I was in second place. And I kind of needed to to win out to get back in it. And I've won out to this point, but I've got Kansas City in this game. How come? Because, I, honestly, I just sometimes you got to pick games different. And I thought maybe we'd get lucky. We had to have everything turned in Thursday morning. Yeah. Um, and I thought maybe I'd get lucky and I'd get Mahomes back. Yeah. But um, I didn't. And I was like, ah, shit. But now he's uh, he's out. And now you get to go, and it's been pretty fun. Yeah, well, you got Matt Moore. you got Matt Moore yeah. going, and the games, actually, as we're watching right now, the Chiefs still have a chance in this game. Did you pick the Chargers? And, and I did. Jet, you did. You went upset. In yeah, Chicago. I had That it. is a good one. It was great. That game to me, Dave, watching that game today was so weird because you look at it and you go, that team's exactly who they were in San Diego. Yeah. But, goddamn, the Bears got to be one of the biggest disappointments in the league right now, right? Completely, because last year a lot of people thought the Bears had a chance to make a run, except for the kicker let them down in the playoffs, right? Yeah. You, you dump the kicker, who's now with, uh, I think, the Titans, and then you say, well, it's not the kicker's fault. You know, we got a new guy to start brand new. But yeah, <laughs> they're, they're the same the same thing. One of the stories that was going on in, in Chicago this week was, do you try and make a trade for a guy like Phillip Rivers? Because, you know, Man. the trade deadline's coming up. A lot of people don't think Trubisky's your guy. They think they have the talent around if you're the Bears, did you see enough of Philip Rivers to go, hey, we would love to no. have that guy? In a, absolutely. You're right. He didn't, did not play like the, the good Philip Rivers. And Trubisky gets you down in a in a spot to win the game. And I think a lot of Bears fans will say, what about his fumbles and his interceptions? And I think if you're a Bears fan, you're dying when you're seeing Deshaun Watson and Mahomes. And you're right. going, fuck, th those guys were taken after our guy. Bunch of Yeah. I mean, we play that game all the time, San Diego-wise, as yep. far as drafts and guys that were missed in the draft. But that one, if you're the Bears, where you're looking at it, you go, God dang it, man. How many different ways are we going to blow that thing? But they came into a day with such high hopes because they felt like had that field goal gone through last year, who knows what the end result is. They changed the kicker. Everything, uh, Vic Fangio's out. Yep. They go and get uh, Chuck Pagano to run the defense, and you go, man, we're so excited and I don't know. I mean, just watch. That's a great thing about the NFL is you just watch it week to week. Patriots, of course, go through. But who would have ever expected the Niners to be 7-0? It's amazing. The Niners, absolutely. 7-0 right now. And you talk about Super Bowl storylines if it played out. Mm -hmm. Belichick going against Garoppolo, the guy that he wanted. To yeah. Keep, you know, going against Garoppolo or Brady when, he, when the talk was that he was willing to say goodbye to Brady and keep uh, Jimmy G. Uh, but just great. So yeah, this pool, I'm going to get fucked last week. I was in it to the Monday night game wow. and got fucked on points. So I didn't think I had any chance tonight and I was hanging into the end, but green Bay will hang on is, um, and win this thing. Just curious on your picks. Are there any today that you go, that was a lock in it and, and it did, didn't go your way today. Like was it mm. one and go on, man, I didn't. Like, did, who, did you have the Raiders? Did you have the two? Yeah. Nope. Okay, I, smart move. Nope, I didn't have the Raiders. 
I kind of liked Tampa today. Yeah. I thought Tampa had a shot. Man, they're a team. After watching them against the Rams, and I don't know if it was a reflection more of Tampa Bay or on the Rams at that point, but but I've given them too much credit. It's uh, They always say after like four weeks, I kind of feel like, David, it's, it's about this time of year where you get a really clear indication of who's pretty good and who's not. Yes. And it just separates through. Chargers win that game today. Maybe look at that and you go, okay, it's karma for a week ago. They probably should have won in Tennessee. They probably should have lost, lost today. today. I was thinking the same thing. And it evens out for them. But I'm watching Rivers chirping at uh, at Keenan Allen and yep. Anthony Lynn. Did you see that? I did. And you know what? I'm on Riverside on that whole deal. But but that guy makes as many mistakes as anybody <laughs> on that team. And I know their O-line's all banged up. I saw that whole thing. How everybody's and Quisenberry from La Costa Canyon's playing center. I know all that, but uh, but I I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me, but it sure doesn't feel like you see Rivers taking responsibility for some of the mistakes that he makes. Well, we and I, honestly we don't know. I mean, we don't know exactly what's supposed to happen on certain routes or where guys are. You know, when things break apart, receivers are supposed to do certain things. Either you know, it's always that funny how Brady's guys just kind of find the hole and sit. And then there's yeah. some guys that play with Rodgers. No, as soon as he scrambles, you just right. shoot for the end zone. You just Get keep out. going. And so we don't know. My problem with Keenan Allen is Keenan oh, Allen is, is tremendously talented, but they're in zero yards after the catch with this guy. He, as soon as he gets it, he just falls to the ground, and he wears on me, man. It, it drives me crazy. Then I understand you got to stay healthy to play, but fuck, Keenan Allen doesn't like to get hit. Yeah, and Keenan Allen likes promoting himself. Yes. And for a team right now that has three wins, pretty bad. Absolutely. But, I don't know, that was it. Uh, I got an F you of the day. Already? An, yeah, F nice. you right now. Good. F you to every one of these fucking guys that owns the local solar companies. <laughs> I'm so sick of these assholes telling me how fucking great they are and how long. Hey, this is Joe Smith. I'm the owner of Smith Solar. You know, I hear some of these guys advertising. I have socks older than them. I'm like, you're the biggest fucking asshole. I would never want you in my house. Hey, Dave, you know what? I know a lot about solar. You don't. Here's what I'm going to do to fix your house. You're going to get the fuck out of my house. Every one of these arrogant, self-serving. Dude, you work in fucking solar. You put up glass panels all day. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. Hey, this is Bob Allen from Allen Solar. <laughs> I hear some of these new guys, and I'm like, hey, Bob, you know what? I fucking hate it when you're on the radio. I hate it. You're a dick. Whoever, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know, because it, it's they're obviously the, a competitive industry. You like, know, they're all over the place now. But people, people ask me all the time, where did you get your solar? Who did you go to? You know? Yeah. It's And hell, I'll be honest with you. I, I went to, I think, Home Depot. You know, right. where, I, where I fucking got it. I hear everybody rips the shit out of the ASI guys, yeah. but they at least seem likable. The ASI guys should double date with the Sonic guys. You know? Oh, yeah. It's the Sonic guys are yeah. great. Oh, no, they aren't. None those of those four are. They aren't. Great. Those four guys should go home in a great conversation after they ate and talked about their day and then completely forget where they are and put the goddamn garage door down right behind them. Fuck those four guys. Fuck you. <laughs> Show them some respect. No. You would like the solar guys. The no, solar I don't guys, like the solar. It's not that I like the solar guys. But the ASI guy, if they show up at your company party, 
They're probably not bad guys. They're probably the ones know. going, hey, Dave, you need another beer? I'm running. You want me to grab them? The solar guy would be like, hey, Dave, aren't you going to get a beer? Why don't you grab me one while you're up there, okay? I got another part of this story I got to share about my company. Look, guys are such dicks. Jesus. I heard that asshole coming down again. I'm like, fuck off. Nobody asked. Nobody was Go get like, yourself some new socks. No, yeah, yes. Jesus. Nobody was like, what's the matter? What's the matter, Pete? Why are you having a bad day? I can't figure out how long Wally from Wally Solar's been in business, and it's making me insane. I've looked it up. I've looked on Wikipedia. I've emailed Carlo Cicchetto. Nobody has the story. Fucking assholes. Fucking assholes. Yeah. As soon as that guy was in my house, I'd be like, out, 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 out. Come on. Go. Scoot. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. By by the way, before we get off the NFL right here, Packers, by the way, are playing the Chargers next week, you know, in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. I know. We we talked about those last three games the Chargers have at home with the Packers, the Vikings, and the Raiders. I mean, there's not going to be a Charger fan inside. No way. It's just going to get overrun by green, purple, and black. They'll probably beat Minnesota. No way. The The Vikes play down to competition. Like, shockingly, they beat Washington the other night. I was waiting for him to lose that game. Yeah, the, the fucking TV. Uh, yeah, Chargers will steal one of those games. But I, Dave, the crazy thing about Charger football, and just my last thing on Charger yeah. football, is you are really, really seeing a lot more talk that this is Rivers last year. You're also hearing it from even guys like Brady. That's what I'm Oh, the Brady's last year? Both the same thing. They go, okay, if Brady left, where would he go? And the two wow. teams are one of the teams. I keep thinking Rivers, honestly, would be a good fit in Tennessee. Yeah. And I, and obviously his in-laws yeah. live in Nashville. And saying? his yep. parents don't live far away, about an hour and a half, two hours away drive in that part of Alabama, not pretty close. But as far as going back to the South with all those with all those kids, not it's not a joke. Mm-hmm. But as far as getting help for his wife, you know, my mom's going to help out. Yeah. So you, uh, you you sit there and go, that's the that's the way that would kind of fit him probably pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. Southern guy. But then you're hearing Brady, one of the teams would be Tennessee also because him and Mike Rabel. Oh and yeah. That, and that they say Tennessee's not that as far as sense. you think. Right. Except He'd for the there. fact that you don't be surprised if if Brady actually did leave, which would shock me. Yeah. But Nashville would be the place he goes. That's the one. That's kind of nice. That's the fit. Kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of crazy. That's the fit right there. Yeah. Kind of wild. So Rivers, then, where does he go? Hmm. Where does he go? That's what I was saying. Do you, if you're the Bears, do you want to see them pull a trade? Well, I think the guy who all of a sudden becomes incredibly marketable, and whether something happens by Tuesday or if you wait, is Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater was dynamite for Five New Orleans. Yeah, dynamite. And all of a sudden, now you start looking around, and you go, okay, who are the teams making a play for him? Now, if you're New Orleans, are you going to flip him? Or or do you let Breeze go? Breeze contracts up, right? Yeah, yeah and that that's what's interesting. I can't imagine New Orleans is ever to a point where Breeze, they say, we'll see you later. But we say that about a bunch of guys, right? Yeah. But Breeze is Mr. New Orleans Saint. I mean, he passed Archie Manning and everybody else that ever wore that guy in uniform. He won a fucking Super Bowl after the the horrible hurricane and everything else. Yeah. Breeze is 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 that guy, but again, he's in his forties. 
Bridgewater, I, I thought, was very interesting because he has an amazing story with the Vikings and almost died mm-hmm. on the practice field. And then the Miami Dolphins wanted to sign him, and he's from that area, and he still told the Dolphins no because I'm staying in New Orleans. So if you're if you're the Saints, you have a, a major decision to make and talk about a team that doesn't pick too high in the draft ever because they always have successful years. If you traded Bridgewater, you would finally get a decent draft pick, you know, to yeah. to, to to move up. What about Bridgewater to uh, to the Bears? Yeah, yeah. I still think they're going to ride with Trubisky, just because. I think they will too. They don't want to admit a mistake. GMs don't want to admit they made a mistake. Uh well, that leads perfectly into will AJ Preller ever admit this Jace Tingler thing? Dave, to me, is so fascinating, talking about GMs and everything else. Uh, this will be, there's no gray area for me on this. And people are like, are you going to do a podcast? We had just done one the yep. night before. We told you ahead of time what was happening. Yeah. Well, we hadn't broken it. We'd seen it that it was going through. But yeah, there was no point to come back and do it. This hire, to me, is going to be one of two things. It's either going to be the greatest hire in Padre history or by far the worst hire. And that's and, saying a lot. And now when you see Punch and Pat Murphy as a finalist for the Mets job, it's yeah. hysterical. It is. But there are guys that just will kind of fall back into the pack. 10, 15 years from now, Andy Green will be one of the guys that falls back into the pack with Riddick and Riggleman and the rest of those guys. Preston Gomez, right? Nobody looks at. <laughs> but Tingler, there to me, Dave. There's no gray at all. He's either going to come in here, he's going to immediately, maybe not immediately, but in a regular, in a fair amount of time, is going to connect and get enough out of these guys, or he's going to come in and it's just going to be a complete disaster and it is kind of wild how many people are cheering for it to be a complete disaster i'm not no i I don't think true padre fans are oh do you really think so like diehard padre fans want to see them fail right they want preller out they want tingler out they want boats here in 21 i'm uh, there are not hang on i'm not saying everybody yes i understand but there are people that are very strong padre fans that like the idea of a new gm and like the idea of Boach being here in 21. I'll tell you what I would like. It was a very strange hire to me. I would like Jay Stingler to win 90 games. <laughs> or eighty or 85 games yeah, or he whatever. Won't, he won't win 81 with what they have right now. Well, that was... And the Union Tribune... Go ahead. I, I can't figure these assholes out at the Union Tribune. Okay. They love writing three-page stories, front page, D11, D12, full-page stories, analysis of the Padres. And they have three pages, and they don't say shit. <laughs> they really don't say anything. Well, you know, they were nine games in war below the Giants when left-handed pitcher, you know, it's just all bullshit. I looked at that thing written today and I go, I learned nothing other than the fact that by the time we're ready for opening day, yes, that the hiring of Jay Stingler, according to Kevin AC, may be an afterthought. And I like Kevin a lot, 
if the more active this offseason is, the more pressure there is on Jace Tingler. At no point will Jace Tingler be an afterthought unless you do absolutely nothing this offseason. And even then, he's still a huge focus. I agree with you on that. What, what I took from what was written today by Kevin A.C., was kind of what we have said all along, and Padre fans, or people who, who at least watch their fair share of baseball, understand the talent the Padres have isn't close to the talent the teams in the postseason have. Correct. And that's what I thought was the most important part, was when they when they put these numbers up, and, and most people can't tell you how war works or anything else. They Most people understand the three numbers, the home runs, the RBIs average, but those numbers don't even mean anything anymore yeah. when you look at sabermetrics, except for the home run number. But so when you when you look at it and go, well, it's exactly what we thought. As fans, we aren't dumb. We know these yeah. guys aren't talented. Yeah. We know we know Tatis is our best player. And we know Machado didn't have the year we thought he was going to have. And Renfro went right in the shitter after we got rid of Reyes. And you go, okay, well, how good is their talent? What playoff teams would want the guys that the Padres have? Mm-hmm. And it went to show you that, you know what, it, they you can't win. It doesn't matter who the manager is. You can't win with what you have. You have to make some major moves this offseason if you really want to compete in 2020 the way Ron says. And when he says compete, I hope that means we're going in the last week of the season trying to get a playoff spot at the very worst. Yeah. It's not 81 and 81. No. It, it's you're trying – competing is trying to be in the postseason. And so when, when I'm when I'm looking at that and this whole Jace Tingler thing, out of everything out of the whole Jace Tingler thing that upset me was we told you on there two weeks ago, Tim Kirchhoff had never heard of him. Yeah. We told you um, – Pedro Gomez didn't know who the fuck he was either. Yeah, anybody heard it on Darren's show. I mean, credit where it goes. Exactly. Well, exactly. But the point is, they didn't hear of him. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if Darren asked the question or not. Those guys didn't know who he was. Yeah. So, so I'm sitting there going. He's on nobody's radar. Nobody's radar didn't interview for any other jobs. Okay? Only the Padres. And again. Twins a year ago. Okay. Well, again, the Texas Rangers didn't fucking hire him, and they needed a manager a year ago. Mm -hmm. They hired the Dodger third base coach. Woody. So this guy might be great. Don't know. All I'm going to say is don't come out and say today, oh, man, you listen to people talk about him now. The Padres got a steal. Well, you know why they talk great about him right now? Because he's in the fraternity. Once you have a job in baseball, people don't rip the fuck out of you. It's a small circle. You're lucky to be involved in the circle. But if you have a job in baseball, they aren't going to rip you until you fuck up or you're fired. And that's just the way it goes. People weren't ripping Andy Green at the time outside of San Diego. Because fucking he was in the circle. Only 30 of those jobs. When he gets fired, then you rip Andy Green. I want to ask you about one guy, though. Okay, you mm-hmm. brought up his name for a second. Pat Murphy. Mm-hmm. Pat Murphy, we goofed on and said, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, come on. You're going to get rid of Bud Black. You give Dave Martin- Dave Roberts the job for one day. Pat Murphy comes in, and it was a disaster. If Pat Murphy was never here, okay, mm-hmm. he goes to Milwaukee. The Brewers are competitive for two years while he's there. And then he interviews for the Padre job, and he got the Padre job now. You didn't know about Pat Murphy before. Would you sit there and say, well, he probably learned a lot from Council and the Brewers and their system, and he was a dynamite coach developing players when he was a college coach at Arizona State. Arizona would, you, would you be State. okay with that? Plus, he'd been in the Pods minor leagues, yeah. remember? Hadn't yeah. he been the manager at El Paso yeah. so, with a lot of these guys? I think you would look at Pat Murphy today different than except for knowing that it was a horrible time when he was here. Well, it reminded me a little bit of, I mean, a little bit of Mickey Calloway. Yeah. Who the Angels are hiring. Well, I'll, I'll get to that. But when Callaway got there, when Rod Barajas gave that interview that was pretty funny, where he talked about, yeah, I used to just take my kids to school. Now I'm 
oh, this is a lot to do. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, you go, oh, boy. These guys pretty quickly feel like they're overmatched in the job. Um, Mickey Calloway is front and center because reading the L.A. Times yesterday and reading the article about Artie Moreno, who is dealing with the death of Tyler Skaggs, but talked about the fact that Joe Madden's in, and they bring Callaway in, who did really, really well as pitching coach for the Indians. And Artie just saying, yeah, we're raising payroll. And it was not anything like, Heads are going to roll. It was no false bravado, right? And I get it. It's not really the time to do it with everything they're dealing with up there. But all of a sudden, Dave, I kind of look at what the angels are doing. And while I'm pushing my kids in that direction, I'm, um, I like going to angel games. Yeah. I wouldn't call myself. I mean, I, I like watching the angel games. I'm a casual fan. But all of a sudden, I look at it and I go, well, they at least seem like they have a plan. And it's starting with rebuilding the dugout. And the talk had been maybe bring Mike Butcher back long time. And they go, no, Callaway's there. And you go out and you get him immediately. So now you've gotten the prime manager on the market, Joe Madden. I think Callaway's probably the prime pitching coach right up there. Yeah, I don't disagree. I have no idea, but I don't disagree. I mean, when you look at what he had done, you go, yeah, those solid credentials, you need to improve it. And you have an owner who comes out and says, yeah, we're, we're going to raise this thing. Now, Kevin AC says today, $16 million coming off the books. They were at 103 The feeling is that they're going to be somewhere around 130 or 140 so money can be invested. When you look at the money for a lot of these guys, right? Paddock, yeah. Morion, Lucchese, Lauer, Urias. Tatis, Mejia. I mean, dude, a lot of these guys are in the low, low range. Yes. You've got the three guys making 20-plus in Myers, Hosmer, and uh, and Machado. But you go, okay, that's pretty good. That means they'll be active. I don't, I don't think any of us, as we've said a million times, it's not what money you spend, it's how you spend it. Spend smart money. But I... I Dave, I don't know who's going to be willing to deal with these guys. I I mean, to me, if you're going to go out and get an impact guy, how deep are you going to go? How deep are you going to go? And it says that AJ is going to finally loosen that grip on these prospects. Is Patino on the way out? I mean, dude, you're so that, gonna, that's a big one. He's your second biggest pitching prospect, right? Well, you're not going to get shit for Austin Hedges, and you're going to get very, very limited return. On Renfro. Yep. I don't think Margo brings you anything, right? Nope. Urias, I, I don't know. I don't know what the feeling is on Urias. Maybe, I mean, he can't be the focal point, but he may bring you something in return. But then all of a sudden you go, okay, Lauer's not going to bring you anything. LaCasey's limited in what he's going to... I mean, where where are you dealing from? Exactly right. Where is your, your, your point of strength? Are you, are you ready to move? I mean... Lucchese's not going to bring you anything. Paddock will. No. You're going to flip Paddock? No way. You don't. Your your point of strength has to be those guys in the minor leagues that basically are unproven at the major league level. Mm -hmm. Of saying It's almost like you want to take what's behind door number one. We know something's yeah. good back there. We just don't know how good it's going to be. 
Are you willing to take a gamble on it? Because the yeah. Padres have proven they don't develop these guys the way we thought they would. Yeah. I I I mean, you keep hearing this talk that guys are going to get flipped and yeah. all these trades are coming. Well, now's the time to do it, right? You, you have more than an you have an abundance of guys in that minor league system. Now's your time yeah. to do it. If you, especially if 2020 they're sincere. Now they said, remember when they signed Machado, they were still chasing Harper. Mm-hmm. Well, that was another $35 million. Yeah. So if they're willing to go out and, and spend money, look, I, I know there are two guys out there. Everybody wants, they want Cole. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants Cole and everybody wants Strasburg coming here. Mm-hmm. Strasburg, they say is going back to the nationals. Mm-hmm. He's just going to redo his deal. Cole, the rumor is that he's going to the angels. Yeah. Okay? wants to. So orange County guy yeah, grew up there. Makes sense for him. But for for the Padres, you say, okay, then what's our, our next avenue? And it's mm-hmm. going to have to come through through trades. Mm-hmm. That, that's your your best bet of doing it. You could still get probably solid guys, but it's going to have to come to get rid of some of those guys in that system that some of these Padre fans have fallen in love with, even though you've never seen them. No. I mean, I, I'm just telling you right now, it's very easy for me to assume the role of the GM. I'll be the GM of the Twins because that's a team I watch a lot. And the Twins have to find a way. I mean, they're in a they're in a much better spot than the Padres, but they're like, look, we we get to the playoffs. We went back this year and we got run right out. So everything we did was for naught. It's what Rocco Baldelli is saying. The front office of the Twins are saying the same thing. We won a hundred and what three games? Yeah, doesn't mean shit. Got swept. Big deal. Out, just like the wild card teams or anybody else. So now you're going, okay, well, let's look to improve our team, right? You go, A.J. Preller's on the phone. Uh, let's look at it from a point of what you're dealing. Uh, do I have any interest in Mejia or Hedges? No, I have Mitch Carver, a catcher, hit 31 home runs, and he's pretty goddamn affordable. I can't afford, I could but there's no point in me taking Machado's money. Uh, Tatis is not in play. Yep. Uh, Urias isn't a guy that I'm interested in at this point. I, I had a couple of options there. Hosmer, no, not at his deal. Renfro, interesting, yep. but I've got a few guys similar to that. Uh, center fielder, do I have any interest in Jankowski? Do I have any interest in Margot? Limited. And then left field, you go, Will Myers, three years at $60 million? No. Uh, let me look at your rotation. Eric Lauer? Mm, no. Luke Casey? Maybe. Luke Casey might work in the American League. Paddock, I'd have huge interest in. Yeah. Um, and then you go, who are the other guys? Maury Hone and, and you know, Michelle Baez? Eh, they're guys for now. Uh, you going to... There aren't do, guys that are beating the Yankees. And they aren't beating the Astros. You gonna flip Yates? Yates. That's the one you have to flip. Yates. There's no point. People will lose their mind. Look, the guy's gonna be 33. You get rid of him. If you get anything, you you, you go ahead and he's the guy you have to move. Now we're talking. And you don't have to trade him to the Dodgers, who obviously need a closer. But you can trade him to another team that's a contender yeah. that thinks he's the missing piece. Yeah, I I would definitely. Yeah, I would definitely talk about that. I mean, Jesus, yep. you finished 36 fucking games out. Don't be afraid to flip him. It's 33. Right. He'll yeah. probably be done in two years. Yeah. And then you start looking at prospects and everything. Eh, well, you're not going to flip me Gore. Gore's no. not going. No, he's Pat- untouchable. And Patino. He's probably untouchable. Pretty close. Yeah. And then there's you go. I'm just telling you. I'm with you. 
there, there's not a lot. You either have a lot of guys on the top shelf that are the Paddocks, the Gores, the Tatis. You have a lot of guys that are very close to that yeah. shelf, starting with Machado. But then you have a couple. <clears throat> fuck, are you trying to move Hosmer this offseason? No one's taking him. Why would you take him? Hey, hey, asshole. Yes, go ahead. He makes a shitload of money and he's underachieving. I'm asking you a question. Oh, I would trade him if someone would take him. No one's taking him. Because if you're able to move Hosmer, now hang on, play this out. Okay. If you can move Hosmer, Hosmer to me might be a bigger deal to move than the Myers deal. Because if you can move Hosmer, then you can move Josh Naylor to first. Yeah, well, you know what? You had Josh fucking Naylor right there. You never needed to sign Hosmer. I swear to God. I swear to God. You're the I'm one so that always tells me. I'm so sick of your shit. Spend money smartly. You say it to me all the time. I've heard it for 25 yeah. fucking years. And you know what? They never do. But I have not. <laughs> I think I think I'm the first guy. I wish guy. you were the Padres accountant. Just so you could sit there with a pencil in your Sh ear. I snap pencils all day long. <laughs> Just go, what the fuck? But hang on. Have you seen any talk yeah. at all to this point? Who have you seen talked about being traded? Naylor. Yeah. You've seen Myers be talked about, right? Yeah. Hedges. Yes. Nobody has brought up what I'm bringing up right now. Go ahead. What am I missing here? I, there, the, name one guy that I'd want on my team. I think the guy you may try to flip that you might be able to get something for is Hosmer. Oh, my God. Who wants him? Uh, American you, League team. You want him on the Twins? Um. How much of that contract are you eating? Oh, Pods are going to have to eat some. Yep. I think I think Hosmer, Dave. Everybody hit 30 fucking home runs last year with that juice ball. That asshole hit 22. Yeah. I think he's on the move. That's my guy. I Good. think that's the guy quietly. Good luck. You tr Listen. You listen. Dickhead. <laughs> he's known as the worst fielding first baseman of baseball all of a sudden. All of a sudden, he turned into Ron, uh, Ryan Howard. I almost said Ron Howard. Yeah. <laughs> what if he did turn into yeah. Opie? Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened to him. I think right now. I think now, he came here and got San Diego soft. I think right now, behind closed doors, nobody's talking about it. I think that Hosmer moves the move they're going to try to make. Oh I think God. you try to put Hosmer with the pitcher, and now you're out from under that deal. Because ah. you have six years left on the Hosmer deal. It's you have horrible. three on the Myers deal. Yeah, I understand. And you're not going to get anybody to bite on Myers. But if you're able to put Hosmer in a deal with Patino or somebody else, now all of a sudden you can you can get out from a pretty pretty big contract. Man, I can't see anybody taking Hosmer. I just I, I'm looking at these teams right now. If and you like, if you have your choice of Hosmer or Myers, who are you taking? Neither one, because I don't have to. I, you listen to me. They're both shit. <laughs> they are shit. It. I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna slice your tires <laughs> and I'm gonna put a fucking uh Mr. Goodbar in your gas tank. Fuck you. You're done. Fuck do you. you. Have a Mr. Goodbar no. But I guarantee you that guy across the street from you that's already for Halloween. No kidding. I he probably hates you already. I yeah. can just knock on his door. He's like, <laughs> here's a crackle, Mr. Goodbar. <laughs> I put all kinds of shit in your gas tank. He just me 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 me. You, tomorrow you're like fuck, <laughs> fuck. I just got this truck. Son of a bitch. <laughs> me 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 me. <laughs> Smells good in here though. Oh my gosh. Smells like hot chocolate. Fuck. What's going on? 
Listen, asshole, I'm asking you one question. Okay, let me ask you a question. Wait. Okay, go ahead. I've already answered yours. I think you're insane. You can ask it five times more. I'm not going to change my mind. If they can flip one of those two guys, who do they have a better chance of flipping, A or B? Hosmer's your better chance. That's what I'm saying. But you can't trade either one of these guys. Nobody wants these guys. Okay. Let me ask Nobody's you a taking contracts on it. Nobody's taking that shit. The Yankees. Nobody and all is. Those Everybody's teams gonna. Have yeah, even the ones that can afford it, like the mm-hmm. Yankees and Dodgers, are running away from those. They're all getting away from it. Okay, so this is what I would love. I'd love for the Padres to hire you for one day. Yeah, it'd be good. Oh, boy, say, can I fire people? No, but you have. They say, okay, Jeff, this is your office, but we needed to start calling twenty nine teams and try and work out a deal for Hosmer. And yeah, you're, and you're gonna start sweating on the spot. Are you no, fucking kidding me? I'm going to say these are two guys I need to be able to put in the deal to. I need to have at least two guys that I can put in. Give me a list of 10. Give me a list of 10 guys not named Travis Jankowski that I can put in this fucking deal. I think Hosmer is immediately on the block. I think your only chance of trading Hosmer and still eating half his contract is if you trade Yates with him. All right. Done. I'd fucking do that in a minute. You know, it's it's a fucking shame that, that Hosmer hasn't worked out because yeah. at, at the time we thought, you know what, there's, there's a lot of positives here. Yeah, that's why but I didn't get excited a, when they told me Jace Tingler speaks Spanish. I'm like, yeah. I heard Hosmer did too. <laughs> <laughs> Meant nothing. <laughs> Meant nothing. Yes, I, I'm with you. And I would trade Naylor, by the way. I would, I would flip yeah. Naylor to Toronto and make it a nice homecoming story. I, I'm just telling you. Naylor to me, there's nothing there either. I'm not a Naylor fan at all. You want Biggio's kid here? Naylor and no, I don't Cal want Biggio's kid. No, I don't. Damn it. No, I don't. Um, man, it, 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 it's sad. You're gonna have to spend money through free agency, or you're gonna have to start dishing those guys in the minor leagues. Would I? But I think what happens is AJ falls in love with these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching the story Julian Edelman was telling about the Patriots, their their success. Okay. He goes, I've been there like 10 years. I've had eight mm. conversations with Belichick. <laughs> wow. That's what he said. I've only talked to him eight times. And he goes, you know what? He, he just separates himself from making a, basically a bad business decision. Yeah. By you're just a, you're just a player. You, mm. where I'm not going to worry about your family and your friends and anything else that goes on to what might mess up my thinking. You're just a guy who's wearing the uniform that helps us yeah. win. And when your time's done, you're gone like Amendola. Uh, man, though, Dave, the, the problem is there's such a difference in credibility from Belichick. And yeah. So many, and if I'm not talking about Spygate or, or any of that other shit, I'm just talking about wins and rings. It's just different than any other team, right? Yeah, you can't unfortunately, be, you're right. And I don't understand why it's okay when they keep pushing that year back, the 2020, the 2021. You're hearing more and more that it's not 2020 anymore. going to be 2040. I think we said, though, when we first started this podcast, I think we said 2023-2024. My, my argument mm-hmm. was always when Gore is established as a true ace, that's when you're ready to go. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone that far out. I, I would have said by 2020, you got to be yeah, ready. you got to go. be because that's when you get hired. You got hired in, in basically with six weeks remaining in the 2014 season. Yeah. Look, the, the Hosmer move, like the, the moves that they've done are so crazy. Because the Myers extension, if that hadn't happened and Myers was a free agent, yeah, and the Hosmer move hadn't been done, I, I'm fine with Machado coming in. 
But if you were at a point right now where the one contract that you had on the books really was Machado at 30 moving forward. Yeah. With a lot of these young guys. And if you're like, all right, well, Naylor's in at first and Urias and Tatis. And you were trying to figure out at catcher, Hedges or Mejia, whichever way you went. The pitching staff was kind of where it is right now, right? Yeah. With Lauer and Quantrill, Lucchese and Paddock, and you're wondering about Gore and Patino coming in. And all of a sudden, the outfield, you're like, well, Renfro's there and Margot's there and, and I don't know, whatever else you had done. But if you didn't have that much, you'd be like, Dave, you'd be like, you'd be really fired up right now. I agree with you. You'd be fired up because you'd say, look, I feel like we've started to see some things from the young guys. And you go, all right, maybe we need a veteran guy, not not an everyday guy, but a veteran guy that can platoon with Naylor, first baseman, right? There's a few of those guys out there. And not Ian Kinsler, but then you just start looking and you go, fuck, man, we could fill this roster out really quick and then we've got money to go out and get an ace. We're going to improve the bullpen, but we have to go out, we have to improve (laughs) what we're doing. And all of a sudden, you would look at the money, right? You'd have 20 for Myers. You'd have the Hosmer money. And all of a sudden, you go, shit, man, we got a lot of money. Be smart, but we can fill a lot of holes. And if they were to say that you go... Mejia is your catcher. Naylor's at first. Urias is going to be our second baseman. Tatis at short. Machado at third. Um, Renfro is going to be in right. We're going to look for a center fielder. Margo is going to be there. And we're in the market for a left fielder. We'll take a look there. Right? All of a sudden, but you go, but our payroll is $75 million. Yeah. And we may go up to 130, 140. You go, holy fuck. This is insane. They've done it perfectly. And, you know, Dave, even though I had said 2020 is the timeline, it may be more like 21, but I feel like everything is really moving really well. They've stayed to the plan. Some guys are developing quicker than others, but they're getting the at-bats. They're going to put a couple of key veterans in. And holy shit, you could be like what the Twins did when they went out and got Marwin Gonzalez, when they got Jonathan Shoup, when they got, I mean, Nelson Cruz came into DH, but other guys that came in and filled the spots, and all of a sudden you go, you know, Jake Adrazi came in and pitched pretty well for him. You go, shit, those were good moves. It didn't it didn't kill our uh, payroll. It didn't hamstring us for the next five nope. years. And that's the problem. There have not been enough good moves to equal out the bad moves. No, you know, it's funny. There are two, uh, two second base, and we've talked about LeMahieu, how, how everybody in the NOS oh, blew it. Right. Okay, everybody did. The Dodgers blew it, too. Okay, everybody blew it. But the the one guy that whose name came up over and over again, and we laughed, and this falls right in, though, with your spending money smart, uh-huh. which honestly is, is something you've said forever. And I used to always look at you like, what do you fucking care? It's not your money. But you understood this is what the Padres always have to do. They're playing with a different deck than what the Dodgers are playing with. Is Mustakas? Mustakas made what six million dollars? Unbelievable. Mustakas and hell, I didn't even know he could play second base until he went to the Brewers. But his last two years, you know, thirty home runs, twenty eight home runs, great team guy, best friends with Hosmer, all this shit. 
I mean, for the money that they gave Kendler and all the bullshit. Oh, God. You're, you're looking at a deal that you, you should have done. There was your smart money right there was bringing yeah. the stock us in, who right now, by the way, is only 30 years old. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I mean, look, a lot of teams shied away from him. He they fought did. The, he fought they that battle did. two years in a row. So I don't know why. I mean, the Giants needed a third baseman, and, and they didn't. I mean, I guess they had Longoria. But they needed somebody else I was looking at. The Giants have made a shitload of bad moves. Yeah. I mean, really, Brandon Belt's worse than Hosmer. Yeah. There are just teams out there where Mustakas had to wait to the end. But, yeah. Yep. Uh, can you imagine if they had gone last year? And this, I, I'm down on the Machado. Not like I'm in yeah, on Machado. Not, not down. Yes. So this is not a day after the fact cheap shotting and, or anything else. But had they not got Machado, could you imagine right now if they had used that money on Mustakis and DJ LeMayhew? Oh, yeah, a better team. But stats-wise, it's a better team. Where they'd be, right? Financial yeah. flexibility. Kinsler's not there. And you're like, God damn, we're right yeah. in the middle of it. Yes. And now all of a sudden you're like, all right, let's, uh, let's flip hedges and get them out of here. And now we're going to go Mejia, Hosmer, LeMahieu, Tatis, Mustakas, Renfro in right, and then go, all right, let's. Uh, I'm not a Margot guy. I know some of you are still sold well, how, out there. How could he be, honestly? Right. And you go, all right, let's see. Like, let's let's figure it out. Let's, let's shore up the outfield a little bit. And you go, goddamn, all we got to do is turn AJ loose. He was the only guy who went and got LeMahieu. He was the only guy who went and got Mustakas. But I don't have any problem with Machado. Shit, if you had LeMahieu in there instead of what did LeMahieu get from the Yankees? Man, it wasn't it wasn't a lot of money. He was sitting there for a long time. And I remember I was I was like you. I started listening to Yankee games through Yankee Radio. Uh-huh. And as late as June, the announcers were saying, when so and so comes back healthy, LeMahieu is going to be on the bench. Like oh, they were, yeah. they, were they, they couldn't find a place for him to play. He's not going to play first. He's not going to play third. He's not going to play second. Played everywhere. Yeah, and, and it ended up being the guy's an MVP candidate. I mean, he's going to finish maybe top three this year. Yeah. It's um it, again, he just had a fantastic year, and everybody in the NL West knew he's an outstanding, outstanding player. But every team in the NL West outside of the Diamondbacks could have used him. You wow. know, they would have been better off with him. It's uh, for me, honestly, looking looking forward for this Padre team, twenty twenty. I'm really curious to know what's going through Manny Machado's mind. Mm. And, and it, people are like, oh, you take shots at Machado. You can't sit there and say you watch baseball and say this guy's all in. Because he, he's, mm -hmm. he's not. He's not playing up to his full effort. So you sit there and you go, look, you make the most money on the team. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows you're the, probably the most talented guy on the team. Maybe people say Tatis is. I mean, Tatis is really... For me, if the Padres came to Pittsburgh and I lived in Pittsburgh, I'm buying a ticket to see Tatis. I yeah, I want to see both. Kid. I gotta, yeah. yeah, I got to see the kid everybody's talking about. And I'm going through through the process. Machado could play harder. I wish Machado mm -hmm. played hard all the time. And I think a lot of guys say, yeah, well, he doesn't, okay? I understand. I'm asking him to run hard five times a day. He doesn't want to do that. But I'm curious to know if Manny sets the bar here mm -hmm. and goes, I'm in spring training right now. 36 games out was unacceptable. This is the level of play we're going to play the rest of the year. Follow my lead. And if I can do it, you can do it. But I, I can't stand the fact that I don't think he's going to ever do that. I don't think – and he admitted it last year. I'm not a hustle guy. 
He's got to be the first guy to buy into Tingler. That's, he does. He has to be the first guy because otherwise it's going to be like it was in school when you had that substitute teacher and you knew you are going to run the fucking room. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you an but, NBA question. Uh, before that, I want to ask you real quick about the, the managing thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, honest question on this. Because people brought this up. How many times have the Padres hired a guy with no experience? Oh, yeah. As a as the longest lasting Padre fan that I know, you've been a fan for, for a mm-hmm. long, long time. When you look at the Padres and the way they've done it, and yeah, of course, it worked out with Boach, mm-hmm. but do you sit there and look at this and say, man, this is a long fucking streak, and yet the outcome has been pretty much the same. I mean, is it time uh, to go ahead and say, why aren't we interviewing the same guys that other people are interviewing? I remember, I mean, I've been here long enough that I remember the excitement when Dick Williams was hired. Yeah. Because he had a track record, and he came in here, shit changed immediately. Yep. And I also remember the reaction when Larry Boa and all these other guys were hired. Boach was different because Boach had been here on the staff, had managed before, and the feeling was that he was ready to go to get that gig and and be ready. But uh, Bud was cool too because Bud was from down here. Feeling was he was ready to be the guy. Yeah. And... But, I mean, Dave, the rest of them, it's just like, yeah, what are you going to do? The it, whole thing. It is really, really fucking crazy. You know, the only, let me see if I get this right. There are three Padre managers in history who have a better than 500 winning percentage. Uh, well, yeah. Can, how many of them have, man, how many of them managed under 10 games? No, no, I'm talking like real guys. Real guys, huh? Dick Williams? Dick Williams is uh, number two. He's 520. Jack McKeon? Jack McKeon is the highest one. He's 541. Jack McKeon, Dick Williams, uh, Boach was in over 500. No, Boach was 494. Close. Um, so over 500. Roger Craig? No, can't no, be. No. no. 471 for Roger Craig. 471. Over 500. During the, during my time or before yeah, my no, time? This is during your time. During my time, over five hundred. Uh, can't. He be. was here. It was the one after Jack McKeon. Do you remember who that was? After Jack McKeon, ninety to ninety-two. Greg Riddick. Greg Riddick, five oh eight. Really? That is it. Wow. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. When again? I, I mean, the whole that. the whole question is is unfortunately bad, but it's. It's surprising to me because I remember it's funny. That's when I started listening to Extra Six Ninety. I was living yeah. in Los Angeles, yeah. But I was listening to that feed, and I remember Hacksaw and, and Chet and Steve and talking about ah, it's only a matter of time before that fucker's out of here. Yeah, they they knew. <laughs> All done. He was uh, two hundred and one ninety four in his career. Wow. I have a quick NBA question yeah, go ahead. for you. We are whatever a week into the season. Yeah. Lakers have played a couple of games. I watched the game Friday night. I'm paying attention tonight. Okay. I remember what happened when Dwight Howard was here the first time. Yeah. Remember sitting at a park in Santa Cruz when he released the picture on Instagram of himself, I think, in a Rockets uniform. After the billboards, everything else, how much he was hated, the relationship with Kobe. Yeah. Everything that fell apart. Just what a dick Dwight Howard was. Stan Van Gundy bounced around the league, the whole thing. 
he basically was signed off the scrap heap like you would sign just the the twelfth guy. Yeah, Dave, I wa- I watched him play on Friday night, and he didn't score. Yeah, but he had rebounds and he was all over the floor. And I don't know what you make of his energy level, if you think it's real or if you think it's fake. But I go, God damn. And I remember they said about it in the Clipper game. Yeah. That they were pretty good. Well, tonight he has 16 points. He's the player of the game. Yeah. In 23 minutes, 16 points, 10 rebounds. 10 rebounds. It's Four block shots. Four block (laughs) shots tonight. Dave, are you... I'm... Listen, you went out, you got Anthony Davis. Yeah. They got LeBron a year ago. Yep. But, again, it's early on, but you've watched that team forever. Oh, forever, yeah. Are you looking at Dwight Howard right now? I mean, they said everybody on the team, coaches, everybody else has said his attitude has been great. He said he kind of felt like he hit rock bottom as a guy Yep. when nobody wanted him and that he was thrilled by this opportunity, I'm looking at that, I'm going, God damn, did they steal Dwight Howard off the free agent market, or is he eventually going to go back to being the Dwight Howard that everybody hated? Okay, call me crazy, but I don't think he goes back to being the bad Dwight Howard. I think, as, as you said, I think this was the one low point in his career. Everyone knew this guy was on the way to the Hall of Fame. This guy, was he was a notch below Shaq when he was in Orlando, you know? Yeah. And him, hell, he took him to the finals. The Lakers beat the shit out of him. I think four games to none. But he, um, his one down spot was L.A. And when you get buried in L.A. or New York, man, people forget when you're in Atlanta or Charlotte, wherever else he goes. I think he's been to five teams in five years. Yeah, they keep kicking him out. Yeah, because he's and, a dick. And he, I think honestly, he's he's one of these things where in his mind, this is what I'm hoping, is that was my biggest mistake and my biggest downfall. And when my career wraps up, how are people going to remember me? And hope that can fix everything happened in L.A. I wish he wore, this sounds dumb, but I wish he wore his old number. I wish he wore 12. Yeah. He's wearing 39, which is a dumb fucking number. But how many people buy those fucking $200, $300 right. jerseys and you can't even come back with the same number, you can't cocksucker? How about LeBron wearing <laughs> six in yeah. practice? Yeah, and, and he's he's done that for a while. You know, that was his yeah. number he wore in the Olympics and he wore with the Miami Heat. And he tried to give it to Anthony Davis, and then yeah. the NBA wouldn't let him do it. Remember, because they had too much money right. locked up in China and stuff with all the uniforms. So, but, uh, yeah, I, to go to your question, I think Dwight Howard is is a different guy than he was when he was with the Lakers. I think that'd be a great story. I think so, too. I hope it works out. I mean, I'm a Laker fan, but, dude, you don't want anyone to – I always tell my kids all the time, I used to say, try and live life with the least amount of regrets. This yeah. one's a huge regret, and he's trying to fix it. Uh, I I say it too because my son and I did a free ESPN league, and he's a free agent. Really? And, and I'm like, dude, he may be worth the spot on your bench, yes. right? He's not going to help you points wise, yeah. but if he's getting ten rebounds and four blocks, I don't know how many people have a bas- I just did it with my That's son because cool. he it. loves it. And he and I did the draft together yeah. the other day. But I'm like, I just have been watching him, and I'm I. It was pretty wild that he came back. Yeah. Considering how everything ended here. And you go, or ended with the Lakers. And you go, God damn, pretty good. Um, Do you have, you, does, did you guys get Iguodala? Because the rumor is he's going to the Lakers or Clippers. Uh, we did not. Okay. Just curious to know if anybody took him. A uh, year ago today, we were on this date. We were at Liberty Station. LaDonna Harvey was yep. back there today for the FSP walk. Uh, 
We have that right? AFS. Yeah. American Foundation Suicide Prevention. Looking at pictures today. I didn't tweet anything out, right? You're like, yeah. oh, hey, what a day a year ago when we... It's kind of like for all of us that were there, but it was a great picture of you, me, Josh, Lisa Ann, Larry Thomas and his family, yeah. Jake and his family. And I bring it up because I found out that a kid that I went to high school with committed suicide on Friday. This guy wow. was a couple of years older than me. But um, just such an incredibly sad thing. I also mention it because we will not be back. Uh, no. Well, we might, I guess. We may do a show Tuesday, and Tuesday will be, uh, we'll spend more time. But I just remember, Dave, at the end, we were getting ready to leave. Jake was supposed to be there with us. And and the thing that I want to make clear, that for for whatever reason, it still feels like this is out here. Jake did not commit suicide. No. So I understand that nobody's, trying to be disrespectful or anything else, but uh, I seem like I get notes about suicide or anything else. And Erica Lee, yep. my friend did. And so suicide, Dave's father did, but Jake did not. So CS keys did not. Yes. So I just, it's important to me, to their legacy, to their memory. They're missed. They're gone. All four of them are gone. I don't look differently on, on your father or Erica than I do on CS or Jake. Yeah. But the story has to be told and told right. But it was just weird, Dave, looking at that picture today. I don't know if you saw it on your social media. You know, I didn't go on. I didn't look. But to see that and remember everything that was going on, the whole thing, and just uh, this kid, Tony Mason, went to San Diego. Um, and then had recently been out in Palm Springs. I didn't really know him. I can't claim to have known him. I mean, casually at best. But so many of people that I really do, we had so many mutual friends. Encinitas and Cardiff is a really small, tight-knit community. And my hometown is brokenhearted tonight. Yeah. They're, they're brokenhearted because a really, really good dude found himself in a really, really dark spot. I just always remind people, and thankfully, I haven't been there for a while. I I know that the people that, that go to that dark side, they they know that they're loved, I think, for the most part. I think most of them are aware there's suicide prevention hotlines. But I can just tell you for the two or three times that I've been there, I didn't want to see my own kids. Not yeah. that I was suicidal. Yeah. Um. I didn't want to see my own kids. I didn't I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't want to do anything. You just for me, I was like, I'm just fucking going away, just leaving and getting out. But if you have that feeling, man, please just do whatever it takes to to find help and get yourself healthy. I just uh I'm so sorry for, for Tony Mason and for his friends and his family tonight that are just left with so many questions. But it just was I don't know, sadly ironic that it happened on the one-year anniversary. Yeah. And kudos to LaDonna, who we love, who was back at Liberty Station today and, and generating another walk, and, and Che Hernandez, people that meant a lot to us. But I'm just uh, kind of hit hard, man, because you sit of there course. and you go, you have had a great weekend, a lot of fun things happened, and so many people that have been really important to me are really, really heartbroken tonight. You know, um, 
it's it, you know, just before you came in, one of my uh, assistant coaches was here for about an hour and a half, and we we're just talking about kids on our on our team, and we're yeah. going through the whole thing, and it's not easy being a kid. You know, I don't think right. it was ever being easy being a kid. You can think whatever you want, but there were things you probably went through that. You go, man, I was stressed out about this. I was stressed out about that, whether it was school, whether it was girlfriends, whatever it was, parents, whatever it was going through through your situation. Now, now, now it's because of social media. A lot of people don't feel like they're at the same level as other people. I would say, used to say to Jake all the time, you know, these are highlights of people's lives. This isn't mm-hmm. their lives 24-7. And when they post something that's great, doesn't mean their life is great 24-7. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it it will, will fuck with your head. But there were... I have three kids uh, on my team from when I last saw them when the season ended in the spring or basically around June 1st to when we got back together that have gone through the same thing. Damn. Three. And and they haven't committed suicide, but the attempt was there. Mm. And you're going shit. And then I receive a, 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 on, on, on Friday we had a thing where um, we were coaching and I told the kids in a group chat, I said, look, I need everyone to be there on Friday. This is mandatory. What we're going to do. I'm not going to teach again. I'm bringing a, a professional baseball player in to teach base running the way I want it done. You have to be there. All of a sudden I get a call at, you know, 120 a text. Hey, uh, I need to talk to you right now. Can I talk to you? And it's a player on, on my team. Fuck man, rock bottom, you know? Damn, and it's just like, Hey yeah. dude, you got to get well, you know, don't worry about showing up, you know, right. any, uh, it's just baseball. Fuck. Who are we kidding? You know? Yeah. And you sit there and go, man, these kids don't have to go through this shit. I know. And it just, you see it so many times. I'm like, how can it be this select small group of kids? And I got four kids now that aren't a- able to basically comprehend life to make it through. And I've gone, if it's going through my team, it's going through other teams oh. and other kids in school. And you just go, man, it is not easy being a kid. You feel so bad for their heads to go that way to say, these are minors, man. Life does get yeah. better. My, uh, I'm lucky. My kids now in middle school don't have a social media presence. They don't really feel like they have it. But they had a thing last night at their middle school, kind of like a fall festival. Everybody has yeah. one. And they had said to me, because they always stay with me on Saturday night, they had said to me, yeah, this thing's coming up, but... You know, we don't think we're going to go because it would impact Saturday night. And I said, oh, no, man. I go, those are the things you go to. You go to those things because your buddies are going to be there. And all of a sudden, come Monday in school, if they're talking about funny things or dopey things yeah. that happened, you're going to feel left out. And there's not enough of those things over the course of your school career where you look back at it. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, fuck, yeah. So we hung out yesterday, and then they went to it last night. One of them dressed up. The other guy didn't. But they just had the best time. The one guy loses, like, ticket coupons are like a dollar each. Hit 10, he loses eight because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, but his brother had, like, six left over at yeah. the end of the night. He's like, yeah, my buddy was there. And he had his brother from third grade, and that kid wanted to eat, but he only had, like, two coupons. And to get, like, a burger and a drink was, like, four. So I hooked him up with two, and then he goes, yeah, I was leaving. I had these left, and and my other buddy was trying to play a game, so I gave him one. So I was like, oh, it's really cool. So I was talking to their mom 
today I'm like, God, did you hear what happened? And I said, did you hear what Jack did? And she goes, yeah. She goes, but at the end of the night, I spent 15 bucks on other kids. <laughs> Our own kids couldn't keep their goddamn shit together. But it's just, to me, Dave, it's one of those things where you go, and that's that's where I was really, really lucky in that at high school, and I tell them all the time, the guys in my high school group, and there was, I don't know, a couple of kind of crossed over from a few years, 80 class, uh, you know, three or four years, and nobody in that group did coke. Nobody in the group did heroin. Nobody yeah. stole anything. We all worked together at different jobs. We all kind of looked out for each other. We went out and drank a shitload of beers, but a lot of times we would be at a friend's house, which I know you could never do now as a parent, but we had parents that would be like, okay, uh, if you're going to do it, you're doing it here, but everybody turn your keys in. And you would turn the keys in, and parents would barbecue you'd have burgers or whatever nobody went crazy like i remember like the cool thing to do would be like kids would split like a bottle of andre champagne <laughs> just so stupid right but buddies i had buddies that smoked weed ton of weed nobody gave a shit about that do, but, you, ever, do you have any friends that ever got anybody pregnant um i don't think i did one girl in high school who sadly took her own life a couple of years Holy ago. Shit. Yeah, took her own left a son behind. Uh, she was yeah, yeah in high school, but no, I don't know. I mean, that was mostly the girls from San Marcos. They put out a lot. That was the nice thing that we knew. Hey, you go up there. Um, pretty much if you like say hi or open the door, you're getting blown. And then I feel like, I mean, it's just what happened at that school. Um, probably would have happened at Tory, but nobody wanted to hook up with the Tory chick. Like, no, I'll wait. And then, uh, but yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. I could never figure out. I still, to this day, you could offer me a thousand bucks to drive it to El Camino High School. We played games there. I have no idea where the fuck that is. <laughs> No, is El Camino? They're still they're still going, right? Yeah, they're still going. It's near, near yeah, they're right near right near Vista. It's crazy, all those schools, but Padre colors. Yeah, but hey, there's Here's your, your buddies, friends, and your buddies. Um, These guys but no, fucking gloves. The ASI guys, Jesus, millionaires, not millionaires, millionaires. They both are, uh, right? I said they're loaded, loaded, right? Yeah, yeah. They got Bill Howe. Yeah, oh yeah, these fuckers. Bill Howe's great. Yeah. I saw a commercial yeah. today where he's in a parka. Bill was yeah. freezing. You know who's not loaded? Jack Steffen. Jack Stefanovich. <laughs> Stupid. Just for me and Dave. Uh, but, yeah. It, no, it was just... But the point was, like I was saying to my sons, I go, look, I get it. It's fine. But the next thing that's going to happen is he looks football games and basketball yep. games. And, God damn, that was a blast. Yes. That was a goddamn blast going out watching those games. And then you kind of figured it out that they were playing at, like I said, at Vista or El Camino. Well, Helix will be at, where did they go? Grossmont, yeah. right? Patrick Henry. So who's driving? Road trip game. All those things yes. that used to happen. But 
I mean, I'm lucky that they that they participate in those and get home safe. But yeah, man, you got to do all that shit for those kids going through it, Dave. I just my heart breaks for them. Yeah, absolutely. Supposed to be like I said, getting blowjobs in the parking lot at San Marcos High School. Now, I mean, they're not the best looking girl, but <laughs> well, they're all right. All right. <laughs> but shit, you get the you get the job done. You're like, whoa. Whoa! <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, I, after after I get through this, I'm going to ask you a life question. Okay. No, I'm good at these. We'll see. I'm curious to know. What do you mean we'll see? I'm, I'm, I want to retract. You might it. not like the question. I just want to see what direction you're going to go. All okay. Right. Right, want to mention Brian Curry has been selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years. Brian Curry is the best guy. I'm telling you, he's, he's a good guy to know. He's a good guy to help you out on one of the biggest financial decisions of your life. Owning a house, buying a house is one of the most important things you can do. Make sure you call Brian Curry, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Here's what I tell Brian. I do not want to live in the direct line of a brush fire. <laughs> That's a good call. And he'll probably be like, well, then we can move you to Anchorage, Alaska, because here, <laughs> God, that freaked me out all week. The high winds. And then today, after the heat and everything else, dang, today it just felt like a fall day, didn't it? Yes, it did. Running around town. Look, there's so many fun places to be in San Diego. And we were driving around. I'm trying to think. I, I guess we were kind of out by Allied Gardens today. And you just kind of find yourself in these tucked away neighborhoods. You're like, God damn, it's so nice. Like, where's this at? Uh, and what are you doing here? That's the thing for, I think, for so many of you right now who are kind of in one of two boats. You're either getting ready because your kids are getting older and they need their own rooms or the kids have gone away and you want to downsize. Yep. Whatever you need, you need a guy who knows the market and nobody knows this market buying or selling family or single than brian curry absolutely don't forget about alan taylor taylor made pools that perfect pool could go in your backyard or your brand new house taylor made pools has been around for more than 20 years in san diego imagine your perfect pool guess what alan will show you what it will actually look like with his 3d designs virtual tours alan taylor's phone number 619-449-4452 619-449-4452 dave i've got a new announcement yes for the next Five people that put a tailor-made pool in, and if you get that pool built and completed by Thursday, we'll have a special guest at your opening. I was reading USA Today Sports Weekly, and guess who they've tracked down in Ohio? Morgana the Kissing no Bandit. No way. She's still alive? Still alive. 71 years old. Not bad looking. Wow. She's hanging in there, and if you get a tailor-made pool... Alan's going to fly in Morgana, the kissing bandit. <laughs> we'll have disappointing Joseph play back there. No, I don't know that any of that will happen. But I, Dave, right now, if you had a brand new tailor-made pool, uh, can you think of any better way to to christen it than having Morgana, the kissing bandit, right no, there at your day? Dude, I would be into that. That'd any, be fun, any, right? Any, anybody but Linda Hamilton. <laughs> Holy shit, she looks I was, terrible. I was thinking of, uh, I was like, what is, but I was thinking of Linda Evans. Oh, yeah, Linda Evans is different, too. I had to do, uh, I had Linda to Evans do Linda Evans alive? Uh, sure. Not going to look that up. Um, but a tailor-made pool would be so great. Gas prices slowly starting to trickle down. 
But I just look at the pools that Allen and his team do, and I'm like, man, there is never a bad day with a tailor-made pool. Look at our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Go to the sponsor page and picture how nice the backyard of your house will look when that brand-new tailor-made pool is ready to go. Linda Evans, still live. How old? She is... You think about this. She is 79... Hold on. God dang it. Hold on. She is. I'm going to say, Dave, she's 77 years old. Dude, she will be 77 next month. Hey, 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 what day? That's crazy. November 18th. November 18th. Good for her. Now, how much is she worth? Oh, I like that question. (laughs) You always say that. I like this. I'm going to say Linda Evans. Worth a little more than most would guess, but not as much as others would guess. I'm going to say she comes in right now at $3.4 million. You're way off. $24 million. $30 million. No kidding. Yeah, still with Yanni. Is that right? That's what it says. How much is that asshole worth? Dude, I don't know, man. And I tell you what, she's not. she hasn't aged well either. She doesn't look great. Mm. Like there are a couple of women that are older. You go, all right, I'd still throw you one. Yeah. Not Linda. Morgana. Morgana might have to throw one. Right. I still say Dolly Parton, you'd throw one. Raquel Welch, you'd throw one. Sophia Loren? Sure, why not? Why not? I got to look that one up now, too, dude. That's a good one. Sophia Loren? Yeah. How old do you think she is? God, she might be 81. Oh, my gosh. 85. 85. How much do you think she's worth? Sophia Loren. It's a lot. Oh yeah, she's worth a lot. Forty-five million. Seventy-five million. Seventy-five. Yep. You're jacking her at Santee driving. <laughs> <laughs> right in the oh back of the gosh. CRV. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How about that? You take her to. You take her to watch a western. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That yeah. Is, that's funny as shit. No problem at all. Oh, my gosh. Don't forget about Dan Williams. Dan Williams is your guy to help you with all your financial needs. It's important you call Dan and make sure your money can last. A lot of people don't know what to do either when they're in between jobs. You know, Mm. when you find a lot of people say, okay, I knew I had a 401k. What happens now? That's always a question you and I always say, what do we do with the the money now? You always hear people try and give you advice. Dan Williams is your guy. Here's his number, 858-688-6813, 6813. Well, the other thing that you can talk to Dan about is a reverse mortgage. And you could be in a situation where financially you just need to use some of the money, some of the equity in your property, but you don't want to sell and you may not necessarily want to refi. God, there's so many different financial plans that can help you stay ahead of the curve. I'm telling you, There are two things that I am incredibly excited about. One was rebuilding my credit. Yeah. And for any of us that have had horrible credit, it is embarrassing. And it just, I don't know, for me, it's one of the great, um, I don't know, disappointments that I had that I allowed that to happen. And to put it back together and be, I think right now I'm at like 765. Nice. So you got, got friends that are in 800s. You go, shit, good for you. But you put that credit. But the other thing that I am incredibly proud of is working incredibly hard to be out of debt. Now, I have a well, one credit card where there's like 
four hundred bucks on it. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Mortgage payments, car payments, insurance. Kids are going to need braces in January. Car insurance is coming up in December. All this different shit that happens, and you go, yeah, I'm going to be able to handle it. If you are not, believe me, it is the best feeling in the world, and Dan can help you get there. Give him a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. Go get the two books that we talk about forever and get your peace of mind back. He can help you do it, especially, especially right now, Dave, when you think about in the next, I mean, we're five weeks out from Thanksgiving, yeah, which means we're about six weeks out from people counting down to Christmas. Get in touch with Dan now, 858-688-6813, and start turning the corners so that you can have an enjoyable Thanksgiving an enjoyable Christmas with your family and be on the right path as we get ready for 2020, the year of Hugh Downs. <laughs> you think you fucked Barbara? No, I don't think so. You think he banged her? I think, I, I think Barbara was not self-aware of what she was. I think Barbara thought she was much more attractive than she actually was. Mm. Do you think she wanted to bang Hugh? No. You think she fucked she, John Stossel? No, but it, she Geraldo. Yeah, I think maybe. Geraldo. I think Geraldo fucked yeah. him. <laughs> Tom Gerald. She always talked about how she could have banged Clint Eastwood. That was her biggest regret, that Clint Eastwood was all over her and she didn't take advantage of it. Well, he banged... Uh, uh, he, he used to bang that girl that was in his movies. Yeah, looked like Squeaky From. Yeah, yeah I don't like her. Yeah, so he yeah. probably would bang yeah. Barbara. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. See what we did there? Interesting, yeah. Bang Barbara? No, I would not. You're a big View fan. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Barbara's not even on The View. Joy Look, Behar? No, I would not. She would be the last one. Joy Behar would be the last one. Joy been- Behar is, looks exactly and sounds exactly like my mother. <laughs> yeah, the answer is no. <laughs> no. Jesus. Yeah, no. Jesus Christ, no way. How old is Barbara Walters? What do you think? Oh, She's shit. She's still alive, by the way. She's not on TV anymore. Still alive. Uh I'm going to say she's 82. 90. No. Yeah, 90 years old. God damn. How much is she worth? Oh, shit. She's got to be $110 million. See, I, it, it's funny. You're off, but I thought it would be even more. It's $170 million. 170 Yeah, I would have thought even more money than that. But yeah, damn. how about that? 90 years old. God damn, Dave. She was, I mean, five years ago when she was 85, right? Yep. Wow. She was so far ahead of her the time i can't imagine all the shit she had to put up with the last time she was married was 1984 to who merv adelson merv yep how about that wow been so, married three times merv adelson lee gruber lee goober and hey, uh goober yeah and uh hey goober robert henry katz robert henry Katz. yep that guy got the shit beat he out did. of him many days. <laughs> Finally, want to wish a happy birthday. It's a little belated, but Kyle Fluger, the guy does all the Flugs. websites. Kyle Fluger, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621. He's your guy for that perfect website. What are you waiting for? You know you need more hits. Kyle's your guy to make it happen. Uh, so many great things for us. Great things coming in 2020. Look at our site. Look at jakeprojects.org. Kyle, thank you for what you did. I'm so excited about this life question. Let me hear it. All right, so here's the deal. You were talking a lot about money when we were doing the ads right there. Mm-hmm. So here's your choice. Okay. You can either have the life that you have right now, 
mm-hmm. or you can have an abundance of money, all the money you would ever need, mm-hmm. but you can't leave the state of Wyoming. So basically, you could be the richest guy in Wyoming and have mm-hmm. everything you want brought to you, but you can't ever leave. You can't go to New York City. You can't go to Chicago. Yeah. You can't go anywhere. You can only live in Wyoming. Well, what am I going to do with all my money? That's your problem. <laughs> what are you going to do? Which life are you taking? Um, so I can either have my current life. Yes, the current life that you have. Which I... Um, your kids can come to Wyoming. You just can't leave Wyoming. You're a prisoner of the state, basically, but you're loaded. But I'm loaded. Yeah, you never have to work. You might as well have fifty billion dollars. Doesn't matter. You're just but you're living in Wyoming. But I'm living in Wyoming. Yeah. So I'd have. That's interesting because I'm like <laughs> these are those questions that you get the rest of your life as a dad. Yeah. Like I got this question yesterday for my son. Mm-hmm. We're driving to UTC and he just drops this one on me, and I was like, looked at him. What the fuck? Ask Jeff tomorrow. I go. I will. I'll ask I, Jeff. I think I'd go to Wyoming. Yeah, that's pretty funny, isn't it? Yeah, I think I go to Wyoming. You never have to work. You could have your big tailor-made pool, everything right. you want, and money is never going to be an issue that you even think twice about. I've never, I've never been there. I hear so it's I great. I don't know what to tell you. I can't tell you like Laramie or yeah. anything like that. But when you see like, so if I have that, I could have like a hundred acres. Oh yeah, right. As many as you want. You're loaded. I'm loaded. Yeah. Hundred acres, I'm out there. My kids are animal guys. Yeah, like, they'd love it. Way in, like on animals, the whole thing. Yep. Yeah, I think I, I think I could do that <laughs> because the good thing is that if I have that much money, the thing I like about it is I'll sacrifice myself because ultimately, when I'm done, yeah, as long as it's not Menendez brother thing. <laughs> Uh, then my my kids are gonna have dough, yeah, and they, they're set up. They'd be set up, yeah. Not bad. No, that'd be good. Yeah, I could handle that. Okay, what, right. You get the fuck yeah, out dude. of here. You and I are both at least more than halfway down the road in life. Why not? Right, dude. I'll tell you the other thing. Yeah, if if you're that guy in Wyoming, that's not mine. I no, hope. I hope not either. Uh, <laughs> you hear car alarm going off as we're doing this. Uh, probably Shuggy just ran into a car, taking a leak on the tire. Um, if you, okay, now you've you've bought that house. Yeah, you've bought so you've got the house, Dave. The you know the house yeah. is built. You got the ranch hands to help the you with the property. Hands. Right, every one of them looks like a young Catherine Bach. Yes. <laughs> my my, you have three ranch hands. And there are any three actresses in their prime, who are you hiring? Dude, you're going Charlie's Angels. No, I'm going, um, that's a great, in your prime. Yeah. I go on Pam Anderson is on there. Go I'm on, taking go, my first pick. I'm, go ahead. You go, we'll go back and forth. All right. How many picks we get? Three, Five? you said. No, we'll three? go three. Okay, with my first pick in her prime from Kansas City Bomber from San Diego, Raquel Welch. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going Pam Anderson, number one. Pam Anderson's pretty good. Who's your, uh, oh. Want me to go next? No, I think it's my pick. Okay, go ahead. My pick is in her prime. God, you just want to jump out and start shouting names out, but you have to calm down yeah. here. I just took Raquel Welch. My next pick will be, mm, 
See, you, you could lean towards somebody like a Jacqueline Smith or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But you don't know what her personality is going to be. That's like. what you got to worry about a little bit. Yeah. So I tell you what, with my second pick, I'm going to go crazy because I'm nutty like this. Inner Prime. Ooh. Inner Prime. I almost said Pam Greer. <laughs> but if you remember, <laughs> Pam Greer in her prime was like in fights in every yeah. movie. Yeah. I don't want anybody fighting no. me. Uh, my second pick will be. Oh, my second pick in her prime. Fuck you. I just took the cool anchor. You son of a bitch. There you go. That's fine. That's fine. It's not fine. You're mad. All right. I'm going Linda Carter. Linda Carter's good. <laughs> Linda Carter's good. I'm going Wonder Woman. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Um, I'm really excited that I just took Nicole I know. off the table. I'm going to let her know that, too, that she <laughs> took Pam Anderson. Send her a message tonight. And then, uh, oh, man. My third one in her prime would be... Uh, I'm trying to think different shows. I know you're going to take Aaron Moran, so I'll leave her alone. <laughs> I'll be taking Moran. <laughs> oh, my God. Who's my, who's my third one? Yeah, it's not easy. Who's my third one? I'm like trying to think. I feel like David Lee Roth in that, in that video. Right. I, only keep, I always keep two of them around. That way, if there's any conversation, I don't have to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, oh, I'll tell you what. Third one off the board. I'll take J Lo. Oh, that's not a bad call. Yeah, I'll take J Lo. So who would I end up with? I ended up with J Lo, Nicole Eggert, and who was your first? God dang it! Um, oh, uh, Raquel Welch. Raquel Welch. Fuck. All of them in their prime. All in their prime. Yeah. Done. All right, I'm going. I got. I'm gonna go. And I'm gonna go. Our girl Lisa Ann. You know it's funny. Yeah. I she was on the board ready yeah. to go. I was gonna go Nicole Eggert because I had a feeling that it would come back to haunt me, but uh, but uh, I will go uh, her girl Lee Sand. That's fine. At least and I know I get along with her. And yeah, I know you get it, along fine, and she knows what she's doing. Yeah, and you're gonna have five references from Ray Victory. <laughs> I got ranch hands living in the house. Like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. All you'll know is the goddamn air conditioning unit's broken, and there'll be six fucking guys in the driveway every day. I don't have that problem, Dave. With her Cal Walsh. Dude, it was funny as shit. Last night, um, yeah. Josh and I were driving around. He's like, man, I was invited to this Halloween party, man. Because I, I don't have anything to fucking wear. I don't know. I go, Dude, just pull out that old pizza box that we just had from last right. night. Cut the hole in the top. Go as Johnny Sins, sausage there pizza guy. There you go. Goes, I can't do that. I coach high school baseball. <laughs> Someone's going to take a picture. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, all right. So here's the question. You've got the ranch hands. Yeah. The house is there. What's your first purchase? Money is no object, like you said. You've got the ranch yeah. house. Dude, I'm You're, going to the TaylorMade pool. Without a doubt. Getting the nice pool. TaylorMade pool is The pool, fantastic. the TVs, the whole deal. Yeah, Brian Curry's hooked us up. Fuck, I'm in Wyoming. I got to get the goddamn baseball, MLB channel, the NBA channel, and the NFL Network. Yeah, I got to get all that shit. Everything. Yeah, if I can't ever go to a game, I got to be able to see them. Goddamn, that Taylor. You going to get Allen and all those guys? Fuck yeah. They got land movers up here, Allen. Allen. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you the next thing I'm buying. Yeah. 
fucking driving lawnmower. John Deere. <laughs> You're going the big John Deere. Yeah, I'm going to drive that fucker all over the ranch. All over the fucking ranch. All right. Uh, we will be back. I don't know what fucking night we'll be back. You, you name it. I can, I can be here. Uh, Halloween, are you doing stuff with your kids? Yeah, what day okay. is that? That's Thursday. Thursday. I think we're back here uh, Tuesday night. Okay. I think that's the night. So we'll be back here Tuesday uh, we didn't even touch on the World Series. We'll let this series play out. Tuesday night, we'll be here, and the uh, Astros can wrap it up. It's crazy, crazy, right? Yeah. When, I, when Brett Boone told me a couple of days ago, it's fucking over. Was like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn guy. It's funny. I talked to Muddy. He goes, I don't think it's over yet. Yeah, that's funny as hell. You know, here's the deal. I can't remember, and maybe you remember, because I remember your mm-hmm. twins always winning all the games at home. Mm-hmm. I can't remember a World Series where only the road teams won. They said, I heard it tonight okay, going good. in. What's the answer? So at this point, I think there were only... So through tonight, like leading into tonight, yeah. they said that it was only the third time. Cubs, White Sox in like 06, and then Braves, Yankees. Wait, in Cubs, ni- what, I mean White Sox, Astros in 05? No, no like 1906. Oh, oh, okay. Going way back. But then the next one that they said was Yankees, Braves in 96. Because remember. Yeah, but the Yankees went back and won in Yankee Stadium. No, I got it. Yeah. But then uh, it, you'd have to look. But the Braves were up 2 nothing. You heard yeah. John Smoltz yeah. talking about it the yeah. other night. They were up two nothing going to back to Atlanta, yeah, and then they won three in Atlanta, and then won their the fourth straight one at Yankee Stadium. But yeah, so right now to this point, I think there were only three that they said because I just I couldn't remember was it a two two one one one? No, it was a two three two. It was yeah. for the Braves and Yankees. Yeah. So then it would have been the first one since yeah. that. Wow, wow. But I mean, I I don't know. If sure, okay, let me throw this out there because if sure's are never pitches in this series now, okay, mm-hmm. because they said that by the time this medication kicks in, forty eight hours, yeah, but that he could go game seven, but he they might not get to a game seven. Is Scherzer yeah. looked at as a big puss? No, uh, I don't. I think they. If this was the Padres ninety eight and Kevin Brown couldn't go, would he be like motherfucker? Man, Kevin Brown went out with the flu. Yeah, like. From people on his team that said that dude was sick as anything you can imagine. And Scherzer, you know, is fucked up. There's no way he's That's he's what he faking. said. He goes, he can't even lift his yeah. arm. His neck's all fucked up. Dude, that guy, I would never. No, nobody, you can't call him out. But as a fan, you just get pissed. Yeah, I think it would make him insane. Yeah. I think it had to have made him insane today, knowing the competitor that he is. I, I'm, I mean, look, you want to win it as quick as you can. But right now, if you're getting ready to go back to Houston, if you're Dave Martinez, you're going, all right, well, I've got Strasburg, and I I should have a well-rested yeah. Scherzer for game seven. I yep. mean, you go, all right. Yep. Now, if you're Houston, you're going to have Verlander. Right? Is Verlander yep. going? And Grinky. And Granky with Cole available, I would think. Yeah, of course. Right? I mean, set up pretty good, dude. It set does. up pretty pretty fun 
for this. I think it's funny that once the Astros fired that asshole, they got back on track, yeah. right? Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, they got their karma back. But no, I like it. It's good. Um, pretty good. Congratulations to the Aztecs who, god damn. Ranked 25. Yeah, they should be higher than that. Dude, that conference is shit. Yeah. It, it really is. And maybe it's because you, you could have lost that game last night at UNLV, but they don't, yeah. which is good. And Rocky Long, congratulations Absolutely. to him. I think that's it. I don't think there was really anything else that had happened media-wise. Nothing else that we had to cover, right? Nope. We're all good. All right, everybody. We'll see you Tuesday night. Have a great night. Perfect. So